This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yes, indeed it is. You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, great to be here with you. On the BetQL Network, every game here, Game 7, no hot take BS on this show. We bring you the bets, we bring you the sports. Coming to you live today from the usual spots, the Odyssey app, the BetQL app. We'll be simulcast by our friends at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern. We look forward to that. We're on YouTube at youtube.com backslash Sports, On Twitch at twitch.tv backslash BetQL. And heard on radio stations nationwide, including on satellite radio, Sirius 160 and XM 205. Ken and I here bringing you the wagertainment. We are talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. And do so, please, on this M3. As apparently, we got some NBA news in, in our chat here about the New Orleans Pelicans, which we'll get to over the course of the show today. I'm guessing that doesn't mean for tonight, for tonight's game, but we'll talk about it as we move along with CJ McCollum. I don't McCollum. think so. Maybe we, have, back we got teased. I don't, like when video, I don't like when I have to watch the video to get the date, when if I watch the video, then America's going to hear the video because it's going to play through my microphone. I can't. I, I don't want to be teased. Just like, when is CJ McCollum coming back? So when do when do I have to bet the Pelicans to win the division? <laughs> like, when when do I have to place this bet? Please, uh, uh, Wednesday or Friday, apparently. We couldn't put that in the... I have to watch the stupid video. We couldn't just put that in the tweet. Great. Also, uh, like, Zion and Ingram have kind of settled into a nice little routine here. I think we know what to expect for, like, the Pelicans, like, like, uh, like scorers yeah. and McCollum coming in because the mix kind of, like, complicates it a little bit. So hopefully he stays away for at least uh, – he won't play tonight. Maybe he comes well, back they have, like, half later a team. this week. They had half a team for the re- for the season so far. Like, I, I think Dallas is, like, bad. I don't even think they're good. I think I, I, think I was right and then I was wrong. I don't think they're that good. I think New Orleans is going to get them. I actually think New Orleans might win a ton of games the second half of the season. Well, they've been, they've, been, they've been awesome. They seem to have figured it out in the wake of all these injuries over the last couple of games. Zion scoring a ton. Brandon Ingram scoring a ton. We'll get Trey to the Murphy NBA. at some point. Yeah, oh. draining threes. Herb Jones. Yeah, he's they, awesome. Yeah, he doesn't do a lot on fantasy, but man, he's, he's electric. Well, he yeah. does. He does, just within defensive categories. Like steals right. and blocks. He's excellent. He's excellent with that stuff. But everybody's My out. Guy, Herb Is he going to score? No, he's still not going to score. He's and that's okay. That's why, yeah, that's why you get the... That's why you got the season-long fantasy basketball team. You get different guys to win different categories. Anyway, uh, visit BetMGM.com and download the BetMGM app and do so on this M3. Three words to start with the letter M. Those words, of course. Magnificent Football Monday, November 27th, 2023. Our show is on Twitter, at YouBetterYouBet. I'm on Twitter and the gram, at the Costos. And Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. Hashtag play and hurt today. That's what we all do this time of year. Sickness, oh, yeah. injury, no injuries. We don't do anything to get injured. But sickness, you play through it, you make it happen. Ken Barkley, a trooper, and he's on X right now. That's his medication of choice at Lockie Lockerson. 
And on this magnificent Football Monday, we're going to bring you one wonderful guest. And it's going to be our pal, our former You Better You Bet teammate, our You Better You Bet family member, the great Rick Campbell stopped by the show today, breaking down tonight's NBA slate, giving us overall season uh, overarching thoughts on the NBA as well. Can't wait to welcome our friend Rick Camp to the show prior to the Power Hour at 5.40 p.m. Eastern time. For those wondering, hey, like where's Drew Densick, the whale capper, normally joins us on Mondays. Whale will be on tomorrow's show talking NBA and giving us his early looks for week 13 in the NFL. How about that, by the way? Week 13, time flies when you're having fun. Plus... Speaking of NFL Week 13, P-squared, B-squared is on the way for Week 13 in the professionals. Our handicap for this weekend in the NFL, we don't wait till the end of the week to give you our bets, to give you our thoughts, to give you our analysis. We give it to you on Monday. For every game on the board, including a potential NFC Championship game preview, an NFC Championship game rematch from last year. With the Eagles, well, it's like the horseshoe teams. Happy to win my Eagles bet yesterday. Also, <laughs> Bill should have won that game by 17 with the Eagles and the 49ers coming up on Sunday in Philadelphia. It's Monday, so you know what that means. It's day one of Lochmas Conference Championship Weekend coming up this weekend in college football. We'll tell you how to bet the national championship market right now and thoughts on the national title market in the great sport of college football. Power hour, final hour, all our bets for tonight. That's bets of steel in the National Hockey League. Best of the best in the NBA. Side total and props in the association. Well, I'm sure Tyler will have some college hoops for us. Tyler, the creator of winning college basketball bets. And we will put a bow on week 12 in the NFL with our bets. Side total and props. Monday Night Football in Minnesota as the Vikings, the Justin Jefferson-less Vikings. Jefferson won't play for a couple more weeks. Vikings going on their bye next week. Host Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. Very interesting point spread coming up on Monday Night Football. Minnesota, minus three, minus 110. So just a three-point favorite. The Vikings are at home against Chicago. We will get to all of it here. It's going to be an awesome four hours. Can't wait. Ken Barkley, how's it going? going great yeah you mentioned like playing her and i just my voice is kind of messed up so i don't hopefully i can make it the whole four hours i was saying before the show i hope i can because there's like so much fun stuff to talk about like i will i hope i can talk for four hours it's gonna be awesome uh, i actually mean that i think there's like a ton of interesting stuff going on and we we talked yesterday i have an important note actually oh excellent i, I maybe i'll report something later in the show a bet that i made um if uh you know yesterday's show we were talking about like just what a great sports weekend it was and we were right in the middle of it yesterday morning during the show. College football over the weekend, Friday into Saturday, just like the best weekend of the year, not even close. Just like even if, you know, a lot of the favorites won and, and the committee will have an interesting choice ahead of them. Just like really, really, really interesting games, compelling games, things you wanted to watch. NBA and hockey, like all all night Wednesday, all night Friday, during the day on Friday, Black Friday afternoon hockey games, afternoon NBA games on Saturday, both things the entire day, just like an absolute like a buffet of sports. And just honestly, like I think just like the kind of the piece de resistance in the the entire weekend, like the experience of watching Eagles Bills yesterday, which is like, you know, we do shows all year and we do shows during the spring. Occasionally we do shows during the summer. Uh, we at least do shows in August when there's when there's not really a lot of sports on except for like the preseason. And we talk about how we long for like meaningful, interesting sporting events that like capture our attention. And sure, like championship level events and a lot of sports will do that. I mean, it was just like games for me are a really like personal, individual experience. Like I just wanted to be like me and the game and I don't want anybody around and I don't want to read what anybody else is saying and I don't care. Like me and the game and that's it. Everybody else leave me alone. And the experience of watching Eagles Bills in that way just it like felt like not even epic it just felt awesome it was just like this is 
like this is what you wait for during the spring and there's like a super high leverage meaningful awesome game where star players are playing really well the game is like fun and it's high scoring but not high scoring in a way where it's like a sham kind of a game where it's like 60 to 58 or something just like kind of perfect the production of the game was a plus the commentary of the game which i know you had a strong opinion on romo the commentary of the game is an a plus like everything's perfect and you're just sitting there like i don't know what's gonna happen maybe people feel like they didn't know what was gonna happen that when it went to overtime josh allen was gonna lose because that's what he does all the time but just that was like just the capper of like a really 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 fun sports weekend just this centerpiece game and it was built as like something really important and it like just 100 out of 100 delivered and kind of like the only thing from the weekend that we haven't really talked about on the show nfl from yesterday. yeah and 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 a couple thoughts coming out of that like I, and i guess like it will be like a and we'll 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 talk about Buffalo obviously over the course of the week. We'll talk about the Eagles heading into their game on Sunday against the 49ers. Like a non-betting take and then like a quasi-betting take. Uh you mentioned my take on Romo and I tweeted this out yesterday and I think people might have been surprised that this was my opinion because, you know, us like a lot of people have kind of you know, not like blasted Romo, but kind of becoming like a caricature of himself. I thought his first season was like the best debut season a color commentator's like basically ever had. You know, um, you know, punctuated by his incredible performance in the first uh, Mahomes AFC Championship game when they lost in overtime to New the, the New England Patriots. I kind of felt like Romo was like on the trajectory to be like the the modern day John Madden. And then kind of like steadily went downhill from there. And we joke on the show, right? Because a lot of us consume football with Red Zone, right? We're watching Red Zone on Sundays. So it's almost as if in January, when we have the standalone games, that this is our first like actual real experience with the non-island play-by-play crews, right? Like obviously we watch like Tarico every week because it's the Sunday night game, Joe Buck, you know, Al Michaels, et cetera, the Thursday and Monday night crews. But you know, for the most part, a lot of us are not like locked into one game on a Sunday, right? Because we're watching every single game. So we got bets, we got fantasy, et cetera. So this was, this was my first prolonged exposure this season to Romo and Nance and that crew. I thought they were great. And like Nance is obviously tremendous. So like that's that's not film at eleven. I thought Romo did a great job. I thought the enthusiasm was there in a way that wasn't over the top. I thought his analysis was sincere. The way he laid out for Nance, like on the Jake Elliott fifty nine yard field goal to send the game to overtime was like Jimmy, take it away. I thought it was perfect. So I thought, Ken, to your point, I thought the presentation of the game was excellent. And then like a quasi betting take and like a sports fan, kind of like human being sort of thing. So I ended up betting the Eagles before kickoff. I ended up winning my bet on Philadelphia. I bet a juice two and a half on the Eagles. They end up winning the game, obviously, two and a half. End up winning the game by three. I've now had this happen a couple times this year, including in the Denver game, where I I win money betting against Buffalo. So, like, the Bills lose, and my bank account grows because they have lost. And I still can't help myself in the wake of these games. I feel terrible for this team. I feel horrible for Josh Allen. I feel bad for Bills fans, Bills betters, whatever. I feel terrible for these people. Like, I feel like this team is so, and like that's part of the reason why we bet against them, right? We bet the Eagles because the Eagles always win these games and the Bills always lose them. I don't know how the Bills lose these games, man. Six and six, maybe they still make the playoffs. I just like, I got a pit in my stomach when I think about this poor franchise. Four Super Bowl losses in a row in the 90s. Now can't get out of their own way. All these self-inflicted wounds. So I guess that's like a little bizarre, right? Like I won money and also, I end up feeling bad in the aftermath, but that was kind of my personal experience watching the game yesterday after we ended up winning. And it was probably an MVP conversation to be had coming out of that game as well. Well, sure, but I, I think we had similar experiences consuming the game yesterday because I saw so we get the Lane Johnson news during the show yesterday. 
And you know, whether the Eagles win or lose, like that's for an offensive lineman, that's just like as impactful a piece of news as you could possibly have about a about a team. Like we I've seen the splits and maybe it's maybe it's luck, maybe it's not. Like when TJ Watt plays for the Steelers, they win every time, and when he doesn't, they lose every time. Like, I don't know. Maybe he's really important. Something like that. Lane Johnson, same thing for the Eagles. Uh so p- before the game starts, I was like, oh, I'm not going to bet this game. Like, I, and I, I even said all week, I was like, oh, I really like the Eagles, but I'm just, I'm a little freaked out by like this injury, how this generally plays out. Maybe the Bills are on this. I don't know. I like the Eagles, but that was kind of my answer on the show yesterday. Like, I like the Eagles, but I think I'm good. And this is one of those things where it's like, you know, models and numbers, all this stuff. Like, I just, I feel like there, there are, there are things that they can't capture. Did you have any doubt in your mind when the game went to overtime that the Eagles were going to win the game? <laughs> like, and it's so subjective. Obviously, it's results oriented. After the fact, they won. I get to say that. If if Gabe Davis catches the touchdown, I come on and I probably don't even say that, even though I made the bet. I bet the Eagles to win when the game went to overtime. Because you know what? I thought they were going to win, <laughs> and they did. So like, yeah, yay! And I, you know, didn't register a bet before then. But you reference like the high leverage nature of that game. I mean, just, you know, it's the Al Pacino game of inches speech from any given Sunday. We had this exact conversation off the Eagles. The Eagles are just going to play this game every week. They're going to play another one this weekend against the Niners, where it's just, well, if that guy made that catch, here's who wins the Super Bowl. Here's who wins MVP. Here's who does this. Here's who does this. You know, coaches lose their jobs off these things all the time. Inch here, inch there. It changes everything. Like Valdez Scantling catches that pass. Hertz MVP might be dead in the water last week. Now, now all of a sudden, like I think he's by far the most likely player to win, despite what what Twitter says. Thank God they don't matter. So just like, I, you know, it's just these high leverage plays over and over again. Like I, I actually, I, and I, I not that I would like want this to happen or like even care honestly. I think if Gabe Davis catches that pass, like Josh Allen is super live to win MVP all of a sudden, totally. which is insane because totally. totally. they're like not going to make the playoffs now. Like we go from go for literally a guy runs inside a defender or outside a defender on one pass route. And it's, well, if he ran the other way, your quarterback wins most valuable player. And if he goes the other way, you miss the playoffs. Like that's actually felt like that was what's, what was at stake in that game. And like, I, you know, I, it's, it's, I'm going to end up sounding this week. Like I'm driving the Hertz MVP bandwagon and I'm not, I have $0 on him to win the award. I don't want him to win. I want Dak Prescott to win. So I'm sitting there yesterday. And Jake Elliott is lining up for this in the middle of the eye of a hurricane, insanely long field goal that like should never even be attempted. And and shout out to McDermott for icing him and giving him a chance to figure this out, you moron. So like I'm sitting there and he's lining up. Well, he'll get fired if it makes me feel any better after the season. Yeah. Well, he's going to have more money than I am at the end of the year. So whatever the so he's lining up for this kick. And I'm just thinking, I mean, if he could ever just miss this, like if he misses this. Like, and again, the personal, like everybody else is probably thinking to be like, wow, what a great game. I'm literally sitting here thinking if he misses this, I think Dak Prescott might win the most valuable player award. Like if he misses the, like not, Hertz isn't even on the field. If they miss this field goal, they take an L and Hertz numbers aren't very good. They play the Niners next week. Dak's got Seattle on a Thursday night. They're getting bet up to like nine and a half right now. I'm so live to win so much money. Just don't make this stupid 60 yard field goal in the middle of a rainstorm. Just please don't do this. And then he basically takes out his like freaking three wood and slices this thing through the uprights. And I'm just like, I mean, of course, like, of course, like that's going to be the story of the season. This team just doesn't lose any games. They just don't lose any games except to Zach Wilson, apparently. Uh, And and the market thinks they're going to lose on Sunday to the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, we'll see about that. (laughs) Are we going to get take three with the Eagles?
<laughs> on Sunday against San Francisco at home. Uh, our handicap of Week 13 in the National Football League begins on the other side. We'll talk the Cowboys and the Seahawks Thursday night in Dallas. Second and ten. There it is. This is history. If Brand can take it the distance, this will be the record. Brand for the fifth time has a pick six. It's never happened in the history of the NFL. And what a call by you. You got me with goosebumps, Nance. That was unbelievable. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. So when did like Jim Nance and Tony Robo become like America's sweethearts? I love that. Amazing. Amazing. Like like they're great. He he also sounds like Jim Ross at the end of that, by the way. He definitely sounds like Nance Nance at the end of it. Yeah. And it's a history. Right. Yeah. Definitely sounds like Jim Ross. He's made history. (laughs) <laughs> Love it. Um, Drag I, the commanders like, into hell. <laughs> that, that should be like the new, like the, I feel like the new golden bachelor should be like Nance and Romo. I feel like that I would want. Yeah. That I'm into. Uh, I broke they your were, heart. They were awesome, man. They, they were really good on Thanksgiving. And they were like, I, I, when I tweeted that out yesterday about the last note thing on Romo, I would say that I got like a lot of feedback from that tweet. And like, it's not like it wasn't like an exception, like it's just a great tweet. Just like Romo is obviously a lightning rod. And I would say half people, half of people, the responses were like, yeah, like he's really great. And the other half were, yeah, well, what are you watching? He sucks. I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty objective with the stuff. Like, how, yeah. how do you watch that and not think like this is, it was actually like he made the game more fun. They made the game more fun. They were great. Yeah. We've criticized them more than anybody. They were great. Yeah. They were awesome. Thursday and Sunday. They made the game better. They did. They made uh, the game better. Buck and Aikman and by make the way, every game they call better, too. Like, that's did you some see, good teams do that. Did you see um, the game that Jim Nance and Tony Romo were calling this weekend? I didn't, and now I kind of want to guess. So well, they're obviously, well, they're you, obviously you not doing... You won't be able to, because oh. they're off. Oh, they're, they not, they're, <laughs> yeah, off? they're off? They're off. They get a bye week? Thursday and Just like Sunday, the other they six get a bye week. They get a bye week. Collinsworth gets one, too. Even when there's a game, he gets one. I got to tell you something, man. God, I I would hate, but I don't don't even think it's necessary. It's like, God bless them. Like, great agents. Everybody thinks the same thing. I want to fire my agent now and get these guys. I mean, good for them, man. Good for them. Well well done. Right. I'm jealous. Good for them. I I had to work yesterday. I turn on on NBC last night, and it was cool because – Obviously, like Bills Eagles went like basically right up into the start of Ravens Chargers. So uh, I they, turned they NBC hit you on. over the head with it. Yeah, you know, I mean, God, it's like it was like uh, you know, Dick Eppersall was in there. Here, be like, or NBC eight twenty two. That's what it's on. I I felt like I was watching like you know Friday the thirteenth. Here's Jason Voorhees. You can't get rid of him. I'm like I'm like is that the clapper? Yeah. Is Jason no, Garrett call? Is Jason Garrett calling this game? Who does he have pictures of? That's what I want to know. I, I I just yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand. The funny thing is, I I don't think he was that bad, but he has these individual moments where you just go like there was a character on Family Guy they used to reuse all the time named Buzz Killington, and he would always say like a terrible joke, and then Peter would just be like, ah. And he would just like tell you, he'd just be like so frustrated by like, oh, just like Buzz Killington. Jason Garrett has those individual moments where you're just like, oh, God, really? Like, really? With this? Like, they're going, they're going to break. Tariko like, does this perfect, like, bump going to break. And Jason Garrett all of a sudden is like, well, that looks awesome. 
Like, it's just like, no, nah, man, he did it. Like, he set the stage. You just don't have to talk. You can just not talk. It's okay. I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. And it kind of, like, dovetails with something you said also just now. He, he has the potential to actually be, like, really good at it. No right? and I, question. And I, no question. I can't. I, it, yeah. it, not only does it give me no pleasure to say that, like, my skin is actually crawling in my skin. <laughs> my skin's crawling right now, saying out loud that I think Jason Garrett could be very good at that job. Just I think Zay Flowers' first touchdown. Dad. He starts, Zay Flowers scores the first first touchdown of the game, right? He scores that, and then he had the rushing touchdown later, which I guess we could talk about too from a gambling well, standpoint. Well, so well it, yes, cost, cost me my bet on the charger. Well, yeah, yes, well, yeah, I, no I, I do want to talk about that, yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. Like, should should have bet, like, should, like, he basically, he was Nick Chubb, except Joe Flacco wasn't on the opposite sideline to win the game. Um, so Zay Flowers scores the first touchdown, and, like, Jason Garrett starts with his breakdown, and it was like, I'm not saying this was like an A plus award winning kind of thing, but he's so comfortable. And it was like, oh yeah, this is like a goal line set the teams run all the time. It's this, 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 this. The crosser comes over here. You make sure he goes across the formation. And then the, and he's like explaining it. And I just go in my in my head, I go, is he actually like, is there a really good analyst hiding in here yes. somewhere? And he just keeps doing this dumb, he's just dumb, like it's almost like the analyst is good, but like the personality jokey part is an F minus. Well, he's trying so, like, too can't... hard, right? Yeah. He's just trying too hard. And that part's not for everybody, bit. right? Because like, like, for example, like on our show, like like this is the, and not even just our show and content in general, like that's the thing that like you're great at, like the little one-liners and the impromptu jokes and we're making it friendly and all this stuff. Like he doesn't have that. Like he doesn't, now you also didn't coach well, the Cowboys or play in the NFL. So they both have different things, but like but he, can, he, he, he just doesn't there, have though, right? But maybe he? he's got a personality. I mean, he yeah. went to Princeton. Like, he's probably not dumb. You know, I know you're well, not that's insinuating what I'm saying. he's dumb. Right. I'm not. I'm actually saying there's the opposite. The exact opposite. Like, he just, the way he, like, gets into and out of some of these points, I'm like, this is, like, this is really good. And then five minutes later, I'm buzz killing time. Oh, God. Did you really just say that? Like, really? Like, he just, who was it? Lamar Jackson's, like, who was it? So Lamar Jackson makes some awesome play. And he's just like, well, this guy, he's pretty good, huh? I'm just like, where did that come? We're going back to that again? Like yeah. where, where's the good stuff? Yeah. yeah, but like there's 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 something to work with there. I, yeah, Jason Garrett, not bad. I can't believe I'm saying that. I can't actually. I can't believe I actually mean it. And as the guys in the chat point out, Jason Garrett does not have a lot of riz. Obviously, he's also he's also very very rich. Yeah, you, you know what that means? It means you don't need riz. Rich is better than riz because when when you're rich. You you have Riz when you are he, rich. He'd rather you don't be even need Jason Garrett than Jason Garriz. He would much rather <laughs> no, be the first one than the second one. Yeah. That's pretty good. You better you better you're a dick and Ken. Just um on the Ravens Chargers ending. So I you know <laughs> I'm I, sorry. Well no, it's okay. Like I I make bets. Like all like the time. really he scores. Really. But but you know what? I actually want to take this in a different direction. Maybe this will surprise you what I'm going to say here. Um, I make a lot of bets. Sometimes they win. Sometimes they lose. And even when I make bets and they lose, I can say after the fact, like, I'm comfortable with the bet that I made. Like, no problem. The bet lost. Like, I'm good. Like, sometimes bleep happens. Bad read by me. I'm okay with it. I, I actually, as the game's playing out last night, and they were in it the whole time, obviously. Like, and, and, I, and, I, and I bet a good number. I beat the close. Just... Can I, why did I why did I bet the Chargers? Like why did I do that? It's actually my fault. Because it's like betting the Bills yesterday. Like this is what Buffalo or betting the Saints. This betting is what the Saints the, yeah, do. Betting on the Saints for sure. 
the like, Falcons earlier in the do. year. The Vikings do, sometimes. Man. Betting against like, the Vikings do, last year. Yeah. Like I, I bet the chart, like a team that always loses against a team that always wins. Yeah, and, you did and that. then after after the yeah. game, I'm supposed to be like, "Oh man, Zay Flowers cost me the bet." No, it's my fault. I'm the yeah. jackass here. A lot of people I holding Tim Boyle them. tickets, nodding right now at what you're saying. Yeah, just like, can there be like, and this is I, this is not like a commentary against other people. Just it's really just me talking to me. Like that's like personal responsibility in betting. Like yes, if Zay Flowers goes down, like I probably win my bet. Like I cover Chargers more than a field goal. Also, it's a brutal bet. It's a terrible bet on a terrible team with a terrible coach against a good team with a good coach. I don't even know if I deserve to win, even if I had won. Anyway, just wanted to get that off my chest. Like I'm not pissed at Zay Flowers. I'm mad at me for clicking the goddamn button on the LA Chargers. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anything else from yesterday before we uh, turn our attention to this week in the NFL? No, I mean, well, the, the, the other stuff we need to talk about, I think, will come up, honestly, probably even in the first game, because my my team plays in the first game. My, my Not even my new team. My team that's been, been my team for a few weeks now. Need them need to win the game. America's like, really team? Mad. Lockie's team? I think that's Michigan. I think Michigan's America's team, right? I got, uh, I got great news for you, buddy. If Dallas is gonna slam them on Thursday night, I, I think so at least. Maybe, at the very least, and obviously, like Michigan, not really America's team. Like they said that, and everybody was like, "No, you're not. You actually just cheated." I would argue because they cheated, they're probably America's team. Do whatever it takes for success. Do whatever it hey, takes listen, to get ahead. That's America's listen, team. Listen, the late great Eddie Eddie Guerrero would say, "If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying." Hashtag cheat to win. Absolutely love it. All right. Nick and Ken here on a Monday. Uh, Rick Camp will join us as we move along. Lockmas as we move along. All our bets coming up for Monday. Basketball, hockey, college hoops, and of course the Vikings and Bears on Monday Night Football. Power hour, final hour of the show. But for now, we begin our handicap at Week 13 in the National Football League with pen, pencil, blood, or blank. When an entire slate of games awaits, there's only one thing to do. Get out your pens. Get out your pencils. Get out your b- blood? Does this really say blood? And get out your blank. No, seriously, blank is an option. And it's not a bleeped out curse word. And so is blood, apparently. Blood is a thing? It's pen, pencil, blood, or blank on You Better You Bet. Here's Nick and Ken. <laughs> then just, and then, like, in the aftermath of, like, the Ravens winning by 10, you get the Melissa Stark post-game interview with Flowers and, and Lamar Jackson, where Zay Flowers is basically reveling in the fact that he scored yes. that touchdown. Like, the group chat's going to be crazy. Like, what right. a great play by me. Credit to me. Good for him. Also, I could have done without that. Just, like, more salt rubbed in the wound for my charge loss last night also like i'm the jackass for making that bet anyway pen pencil blood or blank begins for week 13 in the nfl where whoa this point spread's moved a lot since last night i guess like not not hitting any key numbers but it's moved two points um dallas opened seven and a half i saw last night against seattle uh dallas is now a nine and a half point home favorite against the seahawks so this game on thursday both teams obviously played on thanksgiving so a full regular rest for both these teams coming into this game dallas laying nine and a half the total here is 46 i guess you know like geno smith made it through the game on thursday but there's still questions about his health obviously coming into this game and uh dallas kind of just beats the crap out of bad teams period and definitely at home because the conversation that we have to have is seattle a bad team uh, Ken, pen, pencil, blood, or blank early in the week for Thursday night with your team, Lockie's team, the Cowboys, and uh, and the dumb Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, and I'll just point out uh, at MGM, the number on the screen right now, the Cowboys are still eight and a half. There are some 
sub nine numbers left in the market. And I, I kind of alluded to this was on yesterday's show. I think it was yesterday's show where I go, oh, yeah, because it was like if you were going to get to Sunday night or Sunday night or Monday and you wanted to tease a team like you didn't. Oh, at four o'clock, you wouldn't have any legs left to put one of the teams with. And I go, just put it with uh, Dallas on Thursday. Like, because that market had already kind of like taken shape. You still do have the ability to, to tease the Cowboys, although not for much longer, probably. Most places have gone to nine. The two team six pointer no longer valid in that situation. Uh, I, I like that bet a lot, pairing that with a number of other things like, oh, I don't know, the Eagles to not get blown out would be like a pretty good idea, probably. So, you know, the team that wins all the time. Uh, so, and I say that really arrogantly, but like, no, really, they just like almost never, they, they just almost never lose. And you bring up the Cowboys home thing. I think that's interesting, but I think you, you hit the nail on the head, right? And I do think this is actually like a really interesting thing. The Cowboys have played such a polarizing schedule. So just to dig into like kind of what you're saying, the beat up on bad teams thing, I think we've covered that a lot on the show, but just to like really, like you take the opponents that they played so far this year and you can put most of them into two distinct buckets, right? Like contending team, San Francisco, Philadelphia, absolutely atrocious team, Washington, Carolina, the Giants twice, the Patriots, and the Jets. And to be fair, Arizona, who beat them, but like most of their opponents this year have gone into two buckets. You really only have the Chargers game and the Rams game as these like in the middle data points of like, well, when they play a team that they're not like so much better than, or when they play a team that's not going to win the Super Bowl, what happens? And these two games played out very differently. Like the Chargers game was kind of like a nip and tuck three point win. They absolutely demolished the Rams. And I know the Chargers are better than the Rams. They're not the same team. But like, I think there's some mystery in terms of like what this is going to be. I, I think this is about the right number. I think they should be a little more than a touchdown. But is the, I, like you seem to think it's like a smash spot for Dallas. Like, I, I think we can at least agree Seattle isn't like the Mac Jones Patriots and the Zach Wilson Jets and the Giants twice and Washington on Thursday. Like they're at least not that, I, I guess, like, does it matter? I guess would be the question. So I, I just, I think this is fine. I am very confident Dallas is going to win the game. I think they are much better. I think that's reflected in the point spread. So I want to tease away from it. I, I love the teaser thought. I don't know if I want to lay Dallas in the game yet. I would never bet Seattle. I guess, like, if it went to 10, I would like have to have like, at least like a, Hey, like maybe I want to take 10 with Seattle here. Um, uh, I don't think Seattle's a good team. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs at this rate. And Ken, you did a great job like illuminating their schedule coming up here and like what it looks like. They're very likely to lose this game. I, I don't know how they're scoring, how the Seahawks are going to score in this game. And on the flip side, your guy, Dak Prescott, maybe he doesn't win MVP because the Eagles just like never lose. Uh, he He's going to, they're going to torch this defense. Like, yeah. look what the Niners just did to them. Dallas is going to, and they, that was at home and that was closing in Seattle. Too. That was basically like a seven-point Niners spread on the road. This is Dallas at home, and you're, and you'd be like, well, it's eight and a half as opposed to, you're in the same range. And they got to go on the road. And it's like, yeah, San Francisco is definitely better than Dallas by some amount. Like, they played, and it was a, a big amount. But, like, even, like, on a rating standpoint, like, it's a, it, there's some amount better. But like you're in the same range and the Cowboys are the absolute nuts in these home games. I mean, they're just, they've been really good. I think they've scored like 40 in basically every home game they played this year against every single type of team. So I just, yeah, like, I, but I, to me, it's funny because to me, that means like, oh, cool. The number's fine. And to you, it's kind of like, is it fine? <laughs> like, is it okay? <laughs> or do I want to lay Dallas? 
Yeah, I, I would only bet Dallas in the game, never Seattle. We'll do a little bit more on this game on the other side to wrap up our number one. And we'll also go to the AFC South. We'll talk about the Colts and the Titans in Tennessee. Is Indy going to make the freaking playoffs? That and more. Next, you better you bet. With them if it's matter zone. All kinds of time for Dak. One of the end zone. Touchdown, C.D. Lamb. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Nancy Romo on the call on Thanksgiving. Dak Prescott tearing up. Tearing up my heart. Tearing up the Washington Commanders defense. So bad that Jack Del Rio got fired. There's a there's definitely like a Donald Trump joke to be made here, which I won't make. Yeah. Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio gets fired by the Commanders. Uh, interesting game for Washington coming up against Miami in the Gary Premium Bowl. We'll talk about that coming up a little later. Um, and we'll be on Stadium coming up starting next hour. We can't wait for that as we'll continue our handicap of Week 13 in the National Football League. Um, so we've given our opinions on the game coming up on Thursday, Dallas and Seattle. Ken likes teasing Dallas. I also like teasing Dallas. I also would never. I would not bet Seattle at anything less than ten. Um, so for I, the decision I have to make is: do I, do I just want to lay the Cowboys, who I think might like absolutely obliterate the Seahawks on Thursday night? So not not much left to stay on this game today. We'll do it more over the course of the week, obviously. But Ken, like I think we probably need to have like an award conversation here, a brief one at least, um, in the wake of Philly's win yesterday, obviously over Buffalo in dramatic fashion, after Dak just absolutely annihilates Washington on Thursday. And Tyler sent us a funny text on Thanksgiving night, like, can't wait for all the Deron Bland Defensive Player of the Year conversation talk after Bland's fifth pick six of the year on Thursday. So any award conversation or any award thoughts coming out of Dallas's win and uh, what we saw yesterday yesterday in the National Football League. Yeah, well, I, I'm glad you brought up Bland, actually. I had, I had I had thought the same thing on Thursday, just, well, this is going to be something we're going to talk about a lot this week, and then I kind of forgot about it yesterday. So much stuff happened. The Cowboys didn't play. Obviously, they played on Thursday. Um, yeah, I mean, like I'll give you like 30 on Deron Bland. Like, can, can he win? Sure, because like a, a lot of guys can win a lot of different awards. Yeah, sure, of course he can win. I, I, I have never sent a text that I sent on Thursday night to a couple other people who bet awards. And, and you're thinking like Thanksgiving night, you message these people. I had the, t- the messages that you get at the randomest times when you bet. And it's like Christmas, three in the morning, any day. It's just like, yeah, if there's like a chance to make a bet. Like that's what we're going to talk about, you know, or like that's that's what, what we're interested in. And the I had to have the following exchange with a couple people where I have to go. How many pick sixes do you think he'd need to win defensive player of the year? Because like and let's and this is a Thursday comment. This is not. This was not something we talked about yesterday because Miles Garrett got it? hurt yesterday. It was a Thursday conversation, Thanksgiving conversation, <laughs> Turkey conversation. So, brought to you uh, by it's Thursday. Tryptophan. Right, yeah, brought to you by stuffing and uh, and Miles Garrett was healthy at that point. And we don't we don't have like the update, but I you know, it doesn't like sound great based on some of the stuff that you're hearing. Maybe it's not a big deal. Anyway, he was the favorite to win. He's he is the favorite still. The markets aren't open, but like when they closed, he was the favorite. And Bland gets a pick six, and I'm thinking to myself. And we play that Nance call already in the show, which is just so electric and it's like awesome. And this guy has done something that no one's ever done before. And these are really impactful. Like a pick six isn't, you know, it's not like uh, it's like a random play, but it's also a very important play. Like it matters that he did this. It's not just like random or silly or something like it's really, really impactful. Uh, And at the same time, and this is what I told people back, I just go, look, and I said this Thursday, I go, look, it. If they held the vote right now, Miles Garrett would get every vote. Like, I don't care if he broke the record for pick six. Miles Garrett would get every single vote if the voting was held literally right after the game. Miles Garrett would have got every vote. So just like, that's where we were. That's where we were on Thursday night. Now Miles Garrett might be out for a long time. 
Does that open things up for a random winner? Maybe. Micah Parsons is advocating for Bland to win instead of himself, which is kind of interesting. Now, the Cowboys have two Defensive Player of the Year candidates. Generally, when you have two, that's terrible because they cannibalize each other and they both get votes. And that's probably not great. Does TJ Watt just win now? If Miles Garrett's going to be out for a long time? Maybe. T Look at who TJ Watt's facing at quarterback the next eight weeks. Look at some of those guys. That's six sacks in a game waiting to happen with some of those games. Um, not necessarily this week. He's playing Kyler Murray. But like you, you look at the schedule, you get the idea. Uh, they got they got the Patriots on the schedule coming up. That'd be one game. So just like, who is it now? It, I, I don't my know. Point Mal is, Malik which, Cunningham's got some escapability. Oh, maybe. I don't know how that's going to go. But maybe. Won't be Will Greer. But they, uh, so yeah, can, can Bland win? Also, I just said I'll give you 30 seconds and I gave you five minutes. Uh, can he win? Sure. Do I think the probability of it is very high at whatever it's going to reopen at in the market? We don't know what that's going to be. If Garrett's out, it's going to be a pretty low number. Just wouldn't bet it. Just wouldn't bet it. And if he wins, like, so be it as of right now. And maybe I'll change my mind in a week or two weeks when he's got 11 pick sixes. But I just, as of right now, like, would, would, just wouldn't bet it. Not, cannot, can't win. Just wouldn't bet it. Uh, MVP. This is going to be, this is going to be so brutal to have to talk about for so many weeks. I have a feeling this is going to be like an Embiid Jokic. Short of calling people racist if they don't vote for the guy you like, it's going to have everything else that we had in NBA. Most valuable player. Um, what do I want to happen? I'd like Dak Prescott to win. I bet a lot of money on him. He was 40 to 1. Now he's not. Now he's like 5 to 1 or 8 to 1 or whatever, which is great. Uh, I, do, I don't think his chances of winning are that good because the Eagles never lose. And if Elliott misses the kick, now I think I'm cooking. And the, the, the root of the handicap was this game that we just talked about, Seahawks-Cowboys. If Dak wins this game... And the projection a few weeks ago was look at the schedule. They play the Panthers. They play the Commanders. I mean, this was the, the video we clipped off from the show. Play the Panthers. They play the Commanders. They play the Seahawks. They're a big favorite in all three games. Then they play Philly. So that's a week from this Sunday. Uh, it's the end of Philly's really difficult schedule stretch. And then they, Philly closes a little easier, obviously. So Philly's going to play San Francisco. Then they play Dallas. It's in Dallas. Uh, obviously, <laughs> first meeting was hotly contested. That, that key mistake. Uh, they end up losing the game. And since then, Dak's been unbelievable. And the root of the handicap was if they get to that game and the division is in doubt, so if Dallas is one game back, then if they win that game and they have a chance to win the division and Dak outplays Hurts, I think he actually is really alive to win. That 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 handicap, and it'd be like, wow, that's like really smart. That was like three weeks ago. You've called it perfectly. That handicap is on life support right now. Because if the Eagles just literally never, like if the Eagles beat San Francisco, I actually think I don't have a chance. And I, I haven't even gotten to the game yet. I haven't even got to the last three weeks of the season yet. I think like, I have no chance. So like Dallas has to hold up their end of the bargain. They have to beat Seattle. He has to play well in the game. And then we go into the Philly game and like, okay, if Philly's two games ahead and Dallas wins, do I get a lot? And the Dallas got to play Detroit later in the season. I, I just really like, did I even accomplish a lot here? I That's what I'm worried about. So I'll be rooting. I, I actually can't even root for San Francisco in the game, which we'll get to in a second. But like, it's a tough spot. So like my position is aged awesome and I'm still really nervous. Uh, I think Hertz is insanely likely to win despite things you read on Twitter and we can go Thursday. We'll do a more thorough unpacking of like what that means. Um, I think the analytics community in football has like lost their minds completely on this one. Analytics is incredibly helpful. Well, on this very one. impactful. Take that. No, I no, no. I actually, sentence. no, no, I don't even think it's, I don't, I see. I disagree with that. Cause like, the idea of like so in the nba right like i want nba is one of my favorite sports watch every single game the idea of like taking more shots that are high value shots and the idea that like in the long run that will pay off is like really like don't take mid-range jumpers like your points per possession on those is a little lower even if that's like a player that likes mid-range jumper like i like that stuff i agree with that stuff 
that's a good decision making it's like reasonable decision making but like when we try to apply that process to like actually handing out trophies at the end of the year so we're going to hand out a trophy where we're going to say and like this is what's being argued right now by like a lot of this is not a fringe element like these are like sort of uh like large follower accounts, people, not maybe not people with influence in like a big way, but you get the idea. Basically, it's it, this has gone too far because the idea is that wins don't matter anymore. Not that they are like one of the weights, which is what I would argue. They're one of the things that has to be considered. I want the team record and I want the stats and I want to balance those things out and I want to make a really informed decision. No, 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 not enough for the analytics community. It's got to be like wins always spelled with a Z because they're the stupidest statistic in the entire world and they don't matter and they don't matter. So let's award the MVP to a guy who goes four and 13, but he has the best EPA. Let's do that. Cause that sounds like so much fun to give out a trophy to a guy who loses all the time, because in our, in our statistic, he's the best. And if awards are going to become this, it doesn't matter what actually happened. It only matters what the expected result was. If we're going to start handing out awards this way, if we're going to start like just having sports be this way in everything, not like what I said before, not like team strategy, shot selection. If we're going to like literally give out that we're going to give out the Super Bowl to the team with what? The highest EPA number? We're not even going to play like, the playoff like, games. Like the doesn't Bills. matter. They're too luck driven. Like the right. Bills will win the Super Bowl based I on mean, this. And we didn't, we didn't talk about this with Bills Eagles. Like I couldn't have enjoyed watching that game more. And so put my kids to bed, go downstairs, I you know, I open up my phone and be like, all right, like I'm going to scroll through. I was looking for a couple of injury updates, like Miles Garrett, a couple other things. And the, it's amazing how fast the game ends and everyone in the analytics community, Usain Bolt sprints to their computer to tell me how Josh Allen's better than Jalen Hurts off that game. Like that was the first thing they had to say. Like the Eagles win an incredibly high leverage game. They're the best team in the league. Hurts played great in the second half. He leads them to a win in overtime. And I mean, like breaking, moments, right? breaking 40 yard dash times to come tell me about how good the Bills are and how I can't blame Josh Allen for anything. Couldn't breaking land speed records. That, like, if that's the first thing you think off a game like that, like, you're broken. Like, are you even a sports fan? Did you even consume that game and, like, like it? Did you even enjoy it? <laughs> like, I watched that game. I had the time of my life. It was awesome. It was so fun to watch that game. And I felt really bad for the Bills. And I felt really bad for Josh Allen. But guess what? Like, winners get trophies. That's how it works in life. Winners get trophies. So, like, yeah, I'm sure the expected result got you. Wait, let's give Josh Allen the expected MVP. Let's give him that one. Like, I'm so done with what this discussion. It hasn't even really started yet, and I'm already done with it. Like, yeah, win yes, in awards not in the expected world in awards things we hand out the, the super bowl most valuable player yeah winning matters sorry everybody yeah sorry the games count sorry they matter i know it's all luck so totally luck the eagles win every game yeah like it actually matters like i just i it's gonna be such a tiresome argument and i don't even win any money on i wish i won money on jalen hurts i wish i won a lot of money because i do think he's gonna win i think he's the most likely player to win uh, but it's like it's like betters that bitch and moan, right? It's like if I came on the show today and I'm bitching and moaning about the Chargers game last night. It's like guess what the Chargers do? Like they lose. Like they that's what yeah. happens. Like it's so a I, skill. I, like it I, is I, like, a skill. Look, you find ways to win games and lose games in close games. And, and we bet the Saints I under for that reason. Yeah. I, I love Josh Allen, my fantasy quarterback. He's in awesome. A lot of he's, he's he's amazing. So good. Uh, and look, like 
maybe he is better than Jalen Hurts. Like, maybe that's actually true. Right. And Mahomes is better than all of them, by the way. And Mahomes is better than all of them. And, like, Michael Jordan was always better than everybody. And LeBron's been better than everybody. It's not how it goes. Like, it's just not how it goes. Like, in the expected box score, like, should I have won my Chargers bet? Like, should people that, like, it's like, great. So, the Bills' expected points were higher than the Eagles. So, like, should you get paid if you bet Buffalo? Or, like, the Bills lose all the time. And, like, the Saints lose all the time. And the Chargers lose all the time, and the Eagles always win. Sorry, I, yeah, man, I, I I agree with you. This is like the expect. Yeah, I I I. When did I say this last week? The EPA miss me with the EPA. I don't care. Like, do you right. win or do you lose? Sorry, that's it. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 actually stand for wins, which makes us sound well, like the well, oldest well, crotchetiest well, people. Well, we'll like, stand the, for like, wins. Like, yeah. once his name gets fired, Ken Dorsey gets fired. Actually, the offense is great. Oh, really? Yeah. Pull your head out of your derriere. All right, we'll be on Stadium coming up next hour. We'll continue our handicap of Week 13 in the NFL. We'll start with the Colts and the Titans. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network.